Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Show on this 12-7-2021 edition of the broadcast. want to welcome you to the program. Welcome to the Remnant Warriors. Welcome to Gideon's 300. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast today. we got a lot of things to talk about. I'm very excited that you're here. We are getting ready to go to Dallas. Dallas, I will be there tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And uh, we're going to be meeting with uh, people, um, doing all different types of stuff. I'm going to be speaking at the Reawake America Tour and uh, so much more. So we are excited about these next couple of days. Last time uh, I was on this particular tour, uh, we saw many people getting saved and set free and healed and delivered in San Antonio. And we are expectant of God to do a similar thing, maybe even a more powerful thing out here in Dallas. And I also have some really key meetings out there. So please keep me in prayer. And uh, we are excited to be out there. I want to go through a couple of news uh, articles today and and just talk about some of these things, give a little commentary. And then I want to get into some of these leaders that are being, um, you know, they got lots of followers online and they're saying a lot of different things. Some of them are coming against major Christian leaders. We're going to talk about this. You know, uh, who are these people? Are they accountable to anybody? Who raised them up? Do they raise themselves up? Who are these people that all these thousands of people are getting word from? And are they going through the typical process that you would if they were a member of a church? Because the online world has created a whole new world for these people to be able to raise themselves up. So we, we analyze that in the second part of the program today. Uh, so stay tuned. If you want to fast forward, you can just go to about 25 minutes in and we'll start talking about that. But before we do that, I want to get into some of this news. So uh, the top of the Drudge Report, which I don't really like the Drudge Report. I think Matt Drudge sold out. Uh, but, you know, it's it's always good for me to see, like, what the other side's thinking. Because, I mean, the Drudge Report used to be more conservative-leaning. At least it's, it seemed that he was a patriot. It seemed that way, you know. And uh, over the years, um, you know, especially during the Trump era, uh, you know, Matt Drudge apparently sold out the Drudge Report. I heard he got millions of dollars and that he's living on some island or something somewhere. So that could be the case. Uh, you know, look, uh, people have tried to buy Remnant.News from me. In fact, they offered me a pretty good amount of money. People have tried. I don't know if you guys realize this. People have tried to buy me out and I'm not for sale. Uh, I am not for sale. And I know that as we continue to advance in the kingdom, that there will be even more lucrative offers that come. And there have been a few lucrative offers. I'm going to be honest. If I was a an opportunist, I could have sold out and taken a nice fat check and uh, probably bought my house cash and, uh, you know, that would have been that. But you know what? That I am not a sellout. And uh, this isn't, you know, this ministry isn't for sale. I'm not for sale. And we are going to stand. And that's what they don't like. They don't like that we're standing. They don't like that we're speaking the truth. So instead, I have to ask you for support because uh, we got to pay the bills every month. But I could have had that big fat check and uh, could have sold out because they wanted to silence me. And that's the first thing. I think that's one of the first things they try to do when they realize you're making a difference out there. And it's not me, it's the Lord, the Holy Spirit. It's not me. Uh, God has done all this. And I, I want to make sure I never, ever take credit for it. God has done it all. And he continues to do it all. And all glory to God. I can't even preach a sermon uh, without being a vessel of the Holy Spirit. I mean, if I go up there on my own strength, I'm going to fall on my face. And I've done that in the past, by the way. So this, I speak this from experience. Uh, but no, I'm not for sale. And uh, there have been other ministry people that have tried to buy me out, like almost like a corporate takeover because they saw me as competition. There was a Christian publication that wanted to buy me out. I mean, it's just, I can go on and on. But we're not for sale. And we're, we're going to, you know what? And it, it, I know it's tempting sometimes because it's like you look at the bills and you're like, I don't even know how we're going to pay these bills. And hey, this would have paid all the bills. But that's not what it's about. It's not about paying the bills. It's not about fancy cars. It's not about me paying off my house. This is about the kingdom. And so we're going to speak the truth, and that's what they don't like. And so I'm so thankful to this remnant community who gets it. You get it. Thank you for understanding. And we're, we're in this together. And uh, I'm really excited to meet with some remnant warriors out there in Dallas that have been contacting me. If you're in the Dallas area and you'd like to meet or, uh, you know, at least uh, say hello, uh, let, let's get together. You can email me, Todd.Coconado, Todd.Coconado at rlcus.org. And yes, there is security because some people get concerned about my safety. We have a very strong security in place in this event, and I am not going to be walking outside the purview of the security. Let me tell you, okay? Uh, We are being wise, and we know that we're targets, but at the same time, God is with us, 
and he will give us the protection I really believe that we need. And, you know, that goes for the whole trip, you know, getting there. Uh, all, all, every time we leave, I mean, today the world is a different place. You know, we need the protection of the Holy Spirit. We got to put on the full armor of God. Uh, but we also believe it's an important mission. And so, uh, so look, the headlines on the Drudge Report, the sellout report. I should just call it the sellout report. Um, you know, they're talking about war with Russia. You know, Biden warns Putin. You know, Ukraine threat mounts. Is it going to be a war? You know, um, so, you know, I personally think that the deep state and the cabal leaders have been poking the bear for a while. Um, they don't like Putin for some reason. Uh, we remember back to the Obama era with Putin and uh, Hillary Clinton with Putin, even though Hillary's done deals with Russia. Um, you know, if you if you remember, um, you know, the whole the whole thing with um, Uranium One, remember that? And they and they were like um, they were they were basically giving a large portion of our uranium over to Russia. And there's there's so many deals with the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation and things that they've done with their private servers, which I think uh, they used as a Dropbox to our enemies, um, probably sold some of our most sensitive intelligence and secrets and weapon systems uh, like our stealth technology. If you ever notice, China has very similar looking planes. They're fifth generation fighters. Where did they get that technology? Somebody sold that out. Somebody in our government that really didn't care one bit about the United States and our safety sold that out. And that's how they got that. And you ever wonder these politicians, you know, they go in there and they're not rich. You know what I'm saying? They're not like Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump was a billionaire and then he became a politician. He actually lost money. Okay. That's why we love him. You know, and, and again, the guy's not perfect. There's things that I disagree with, but for the most part, you can tell the man's a patriot that he, that he's done his best and maybe he made some mistakes along the way. But for the most part, I mean, what a difference a day makes, right? Look at our country, energy independence gone. Uh, our stature in the world has been greatly diminished. Look what happened in Afghanistan. The way we, we withdrew was just unbelievable. And by the way, there's still Americans in Afghanistan. And at this point, we have no availability to really help them uh, other than through prayer. You know, we had uh, some operators on the ground that we were in contact with in the initial stages, but that is now gone. Um, those, that's not happening anymore. Um, I'm sure there's still people there. We just don't know them, you know, but, the, you know, pray for people that are trapped right now in that regime in in kabul and in other parts of afghanistan because the u.s withdrew the way we did and you know miley uh president trump uh, said something about miley the other day and leaving the billions of dollars in u.s equipment which was just an absolute disaster taxpayer money that was spent there look at the border look at what's happening down at the border it's an invasion i mean i i a couple months back i think it was around june i spoke to a border agent i spoke to somebody that works down there and he told me, Pastor Todd, I think that, you know, over a million people have crossed since Biden has been in, maybe more. Uh, you know, up he, he really thought, you know, and he, this was off the record, but he said, I really think it could be up to like four million people. I mean, he thought a lot of people. He says, you have no idea the number of people that are coming in this country. And they're, and they're strategic. You know, this is, this is an operation. And, and I believe, and this is my opinion, but from what I've seen and researched, I really believe there's non-governmental organizations and NGOs, in other words, and the UN and nefarious agendas of, of people that have, you know, they want the US to be flooded with migrants from places around the world like Haiti and other places. They want this to happen because this is part of their globalization strategy. This is part of diminishing the United States and flooding our systems and overwhelming the system. If you if you study the Cloward and Piven model, that's what it is. It's overwhelming the system. So study Cloward and Piven. Uh, study rules for radicals and you'll see this is the democrat playbook and by the way the book rules for radicals which was written by saul linsky that book was dedicated to lucifer so we should it's all connected it's all spiritual what's happening and uh this is this is a planned takedown of the united states of america because the u.s and the constitution and our freedoms and our unalienable rights and all that that's in the way of the globalists and their strategy to have this one world global government. And it's, it's going to come eventually because the Bible says. But, but I believe there might be you know, cer certain nations that don't uh, partake and, and the, you know, eventually the Antichrist will wage war. Uh, but I, do, I don't think maybe you know, everybody's just going to go down without a fight. And I don't think, you know, I think there's the next maybe 10 years, we're going to see a lot of change in the world. And there's this battle between the factions of, of who wants to take over the domination of the world. And of course, on the forefront of that and at the very top is China. 
because China has now been emboldened and they've been uh, for years, you know, the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from west to east. We've been sending our money, our you know, our, our wealth, our property is now being bought by China. I mean, you know, Hollywood, um, you'd be surprised how many things here in the United States that the Chinese already own, control, manipulate, including our politicians, our justices, I mean, judges. You know, it, it's, it's, it's really questionable whether they've got to the very top levels. I mean, they may have gotten to the very top levels, including the Supreme Court. I mean, you got to look at guys like John Roberts and think, what's up with that guy? You know, and, and this is speculation. I don't have any hard evidence on that. So, you know, I'm not saying that that's for sure, but it, it sure does seem that the man is compromised or they have something on him because why would he be the way that he is when he's supposed to be a conservative? I mean, I was, I don't know about you, but I was pretty excited when John Roberts became the chief justice. I remember that day and I had no idea that he would end up being the way that he is now, which is very sad and very disappointing. And, and we felt this same thing with some of these, even the Trump appointees like, uh, you know, Kavanaugh. I mean, gosh, we all fought so hard for Kavanaugh. You know, we all we all fought so hard for Amy Coney Barrett. And then it's like to see some of their initial rulings, it's like, really? Like, that that's what we fought for? So I, very disappointing, and I share your grievances on that. But at the same time, I'm hoping that there's more to this story. And I'm hoping that, you know, there's the famous story that when they said, uh, you know, when they were fighting about the election and taking that case that was brought by Ken Paxton in Texas and whatnot. And uh, there, the rumor is that there was a lot of infighting and that there was some really heated debate and that Amy Coney Barrett got a real lashing from Chief Justice John Roberts and that there was screaming. And so, you know, that's a rumor, uh, but I, I tend to believe it. And I think that, you know, Roberts was apparently, supposedly, he was afraid of there being, you know, um, riots in the streets. And, and you know, if they if they got involved, that the country would just erupt and it would burn. But you know what? That's not that's not a, a we can't worry about that. We have to stand for the Constitution. We have to stand for the truth. We can't worry about it, you know, just because there's some mob that is being paid for and instigated by guys like George Soros and, and others that have very nefarious agendas for our country and globalist, uh, you know, um, you know, they're really trying to push us towards the globalist agenda. Uh, we can't we can't sit here and worry about, you know, if they're going to burn down the cities. That's why we have the National Guard. That's why we have police forces. That's why we you know, we can gain control of our cities. It's not you know, there's not that many people that are going to want to burn down the cities. Uh, there's more people. There's more patriots, the silent majority. There's more people that are out there that would like to see justice and don't want our country going down, uh, you know, the same path as Venezuela. You know, and, and like one of these uh, failed states and one of these, um, you know, communist dictatorships, which that's the real threat here in America. I mean, we have two major threats. We have threats from foreign adversaries, you know, like China and Russia and others. And then we have threats from within this, this communist insurgency that's come into our nation and, and really taken a, a strong foothold at this point. You know, I remember, I mean, when I was very, very young or even before I was born, but I studied history, there, there was, there's been attempts before of the communists to infiltrate our country, but they just didn't have the momentum back then. You know, when they were bombing the Pentagon and bombing, you remember that, you know, and, and uh, those, that same crowd uh, that, that basically birthed Obama, you know, the, the Obama mentors, um, you know, and, and, and those people like Bernadine, uh, was it Bernadine Dorn and, uh, you know, those people, I mean, the, the, you know, the people that basically started Obama that paid for Obama and that put Obama in power. I mean, remember the, uh, the Reverend Wright and his, uh, you know, uh, not God bless America, God, you know what America? Yeah. Really? Reverend Wright? You're a reverend. No, you're not a reverend. You're a demonic man. That's demon possessed. I mean, let's just be real, right? I mean, come on, you know? So uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy, Bernadine Dorn. And what was that other guy's name? I know you guys are saying it right now. Bill Ayers. Thank you. Bill Ayers. Thank you. See, I have a great team here. They know. They know. They're, they're, they're tracking. You know what I'm saying? They're tracking with me. Uh, Bernadine Dorn. She's supposedly a retired law professor and former leader of the radical weather underground in the United States. And uh, she worked with um, Bill Ayers. And that's, that, those are the people that like birthed Obama. You know, and, and Rahm Emanuel and all these people that were surrounding the Obama clan. I mean, those people, I look at Obama like he's one of the most evil people. If you can't see that, I mean, look, he's a great speaker and he was very charismatic. And I get it. He's, you know, the first African-American president. You know, he's not even fully African-American, but he's like, you know, the first African-American president. And um, 
So, you know, I mean, I understood why people were excited. I was excited to have an African-American president. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I didn't like Obama. I was hoping it would be somebody that was more, uh, you know, inclined to love our country uh, instead of hate it, uh, instead to empower our enemies, uh, maybe actually care about America. I mean, wouldn't that be nice of a U.S. president? And we got that in Donald Trump. We had it in Reagan, you know, but but a lot of these cabal presidents, you know, they have not been looking out for the interests of Americans. They've been looking out for the interests of corporations. They've been looking out for the interests of, of um, you know, the globalists, you know, the CFR, the Bilderberg Group, um, you know, some of these quote unquote conspiracies that are very real, very, very real. I mean, Bohemian Grove and all that stuff, very, very real stuff, but, you know, people don't want to go there because they're going to be labeled conspiracy theorists. That weaponized term, and th this is what always gets me about that, that weaponized term, conspiracy theorist, is that, you know, do your research. See, the problem is, is that the, there's a lot of people that want to live in a fantasy world, and they would rather get their information from CNN and MSNBC. And by the way, look at CNN is imploding right now. I mean, you know, Cuomo just fired. Now there's a scandal around uh, one of their other main hosts, Don Lemon. Um, you know, we, we already know that, um, you know, I mean, I can just go on and on. Uh, Vanderbilt boy, um, what's his name? Um, Anderson Cooper, you know, that guy. I mean, very, very weird stuff around him, his childhood paintings about him. I mean, I can just go on and on, you know, but the, but the thing is that a lot of people just, the reason why they, they want to live in a fantasy world because they would rather accept that as their reality so they can continue on in their lifestyle of sin. That's really what it all comes down to. It all comes down to the fact that they want to remain in sin. And so they, they would rather develop and build out this entire fake fantasy reality that MSNBC and CNN and even Fox News sometimes creates. The, the, you know, they create this narrative and it's, it's the propagandized corporate media owned you know 90% by six corporations their whole thing. And so that's what they do is they, they create this whole, you know, um, fantasy world and, and, and they live in that fantasy world and, and they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear the stuff that you've researched for years that I've researched for over 20 years. They don't want to hear that because then it would, it could open a door to truth. And once you open that door, they might actually find the truth, and then if they find the truth, they have to stop their lifestyle of sin. That, that's really what it all comes down to. So they so they built this whole thing out, and it's like this whole metaverse, you know? That's just a continuation of this, this whole, you know, trust the science. Now, it's not that I don't trust certain science, like real science, because real science shows the evidence of God. Real science shows that there was, a, you know, intelligent design. So I trust real science, but I don't trust this fabricated nonsense you know, the climate change that they're trying to say that we're, we're causing when really the earth just operates in cycles. And, you know, at first it was global cooling, then it's global warming. Now they just call it climate change because they just are trying to tax us and control us. And I'm not a climate denier. Like, yes, there's going to be changes in the climate, but they're trying to, you know, now the carbon taxes and all this stuff. You know, do you know that we need carbon to live? You know, we need carbon. The trees need carbon. They, they give us air. They're like the lungs of the earth. You know what I'm saying? And they give us the air that we breathe. This is a whole cycle that God created. It's amazing. It's such a miracle how there's life on this planet. And the, and these these people and these globalists and these New World Order people, I'm sorry, but that's what they are. I mean, what, call them what you want, demonized people that have a very nefarious agenda, the same agenda that they had at the Tower of Babel. Nothing's changed from then. It's the same thing. They're still killing the babies. Still killing the babies, you know, dedicating the babies uh, to, you know, Molech or, you know, whatever, wh whoever you want to say they're, I mean, they're sacrificing the innocent, same thing that's been going on, age old, nothing new under the sun. And then, and then also they're trying to have the one world global government, which is what they were trying to do. Be like God. They wanted to be like God, just like at the Tower of Babel, Nimrod and the whole thing. So it's that same antichrist spirit, but we're seeing a, a, a manifestation, an uptick in the spirit of antichrist. And this is what's happening right now. And so that's why at the core of it all, and people don't want to admit this, but at the core of this whole thing, and we'll get back to Russia in a second here, but at the core of this whole thing, this is, this is an attack on Christianity, on biblical Christianity. And if pastors that are preaching the truth say, well, I'm just preaching the word, so I'm not going to get in that political stuff, so they're, they're going to leave me alone. No, they're not. 
And I say it so much, but I just I want you to get this, Pastor. If you think that if you just preach the word of God, you're cool. No, you're not. Because this is a spiritual battle and they're coming for you because ultimately that's what this thing is about. You know, if you don't understand the, the New World Order globalist agenda, they want to take away freedom of religion. That's why we have the Religious Liberty Coalition, you know, the RLC, because we push back. We stand for religious liberty and freedom. And that's one of the, the, the trifecta. We got remnant.news, toddcoconado.com, and, and the Religious Liberty Coalition. And the reason why is because we're combat, combating on different mountains of influence. We're getting the truth out, and then we're fighting for religious liberty and freedom. And so the, the, the plan of that, the vision of this whole thing, is to awaken as many people as we can and to get back to the core of what this nation was founded on, which was founded on biblical Christianity. Biblical Christianity, that's what the, the founders were up to. That's what they were doing. And they wanted our country to be free. That's what they wanted. You see what I'm saying? So um, we, we have a lot to fight for, but um, you know what? It's a noble cause and we're going to win. And so, you know, this thing with Russia, I just think, you know, they're poking the bear again because I really believe this globalist cabal, they want a war. They want a war. They've wanted a war for a long time. They're, I think, you know, the thing with China is they already have that thing worked out where China is going to take over the world, basically, and that gets rid of the Constitution and, and that gets rid of our sovereignty. I mean, really, I, you know, I don't know how they're going to do it or they're going to orchestrate it. I don't think that the Chinese yuan will necessarily be the new global currency because I think that there would be a lot of pushback, but they're going to try to push some digital currency in the next few years when they take down the dollar as the global reserve. And I don't know when that's going to be. It could be in five years. It could be in four years. It could be next year. Things are happening rapidly right now. And people say, well, how do I prepare? Well, we can talk about that another day. Um, but, you know, the thing about it is, you know, just understand we're in very, very perilous times, the best of times, the worst of times at the same time. There's a, there's a massive harvest that's ripe as can be, and we need to tap into the harvest and share the gospel. And that's why I've really kind of made a, a shift here. You know, although I do talk about politics and I do talk about things that are happening, the reason why you see me, going back to my roots of just pastoring and actually sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and I'm talking about this stuff more and more about Christian issues and about the word of God and truth and getting people saved and delivered and healed and knowing who we are in Christ. The reason why that's such a major part and focus of why we're, you know, where we are right now is because I, I've tried, uh, look, I've looked and, you know, we love Donald Trump and, and we, we got behind him and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's only Jesus. He is the answer for this country. And we've got to go back to him. And, and he's the answer for the world. If there's a great spiritual awakening, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change everything. And that's where I believe we're on the cusp of that and we're seeing that. But this harvest is ripe. But yeah, they want to poke the bear. They want a war. We're in very scary times, but we can find that peace that passes understanding by being in the secret place of the Most High, standing on the promise of God, knowing our identity in Jesus Christ. And that, that goes the same for the, the variants that they're talking about, you know, where they're pushing fear, 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 fear. It's all about fear. Fear, control. They want your mind to be wrapped up in, and distracted and all these things. And really what we need to be doing is spending time in the secret place and unplugging from the fake news, corporate media, and unplugging from the propaganda, and unplugging from the lies from the pit of hell, and instead speaking the truth and understanding where we are on the spiritual timetable and what we can be doing as believers to really make a difference. So, you know, it's like, that's why I haven't gotten so much into the news every single day like we used to, because I just think, you know what, this is a time for us to really be building our spiritual muscles because, and, and I hope that you guys understand, you know, where I'm coming from on this whole thing, you know, because I want to see you in your life. I believe in the middle of this time, you can thrive. I believe in the middle of all this craziness that you can go deeper than you've ever gone in your faith in Jesus. I believe in this time, while we're seeing craziness in the world, you personally and me and the remnant army that we have, you know, that God is putting together here, I believe that we're going to be able to thrive in the middle of it and take back the territory for the kingdom of God and see major breakthroughs and people healed and set free and delivered. And so, you know, look, we're going to always share the truth and I'm always going to be, you know, a voice in the wilderness and I'll speak on any topic that the Lord puts on our heart for the day, you know, whether it's abortion and, and the Supreme Court or whether it's Russia or China or, you know, many of the challenges in our world of the Biden administration and all the corruption and all the different things that they did in 2020. We've talked about it all. But ultimately, what's going to win this thing 
is if the church rises up and we go back to our first love, Jesus Christ, we repent of our sin and unrighteousness and complacency and apathy, and we really, really, really start to be what we're meant to be because that's going to change everything, friends. That's going to change everything. And so anyways, I know that was a lot. I'm just kind of, you know, speaking from my heart. But I know that you guys get it because you're amazing people of God. And, and the Lord's speaking to you. I'm reading your emails, reading your letters that you're writing me. And thank you so much for every person that takes the time to write a beautiful letter, a beautiful card. And th thank you to those that are helping us fund this operation, which is so critical, crucial. We're not just like these other ministries or not even ministries, these other online people that just talk. We're, when we're not on the radio and we're not doing a broadcast, we're out there doing we are doing and we're meeting with political leaders and we're, we're pushing back for the kingdom of god and so thank you for helping us we'll be right back this is the todd coconado show hey everybody i am so glad that you're tuned in the show today i'm actually about to head out to dallas and so just wanted to give you a heads up. There's two ways that we're funding the operation right now. One is MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. And uh, Mike Lindell's given us a promo code. The promo code is REMNANT or R-M-N-T. REMNANT, R-E-M-N-A-N-T. You can use that. Or you can use, if you can't spell that or if it's just easier, use R-M-N-T. And either one of those promo codes will get you up to 65 to 66% off of anything that you buy. There's a lot of Christmas stuff, some really cool things on MyPillow.com. And that's one of the ways that we're able to fund the operation here at the radio show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that's just one way, uh, but it's a big way. And uh, Mike is so gracious. He actually shares just like, you know, he used to do with some of these retailers that took him out. He gives us like 50%, a little bit less, but pretty much 50%. So that's a blessing. Uh, and you get some product, right? So thank you to MyPillow.com, one of our sponsors. You can go to RM, uh, the promo code RMNT or the promo code REMNANT. And get up to 65, 66% off anything on the website. Thank you. Everybody, just want to thank you so much for those that have been tuning into the Sunday service at The Remnant. Uh, this is Pastor Todd Coconado, and I just want to tell you, we've been seeing so many people writing us, telling us uh, healings, people that have come to know Jesus. We, we just had last week another 12 people that received Jesus. Um, that's just that I know of. Uh, so we have Sunday service at The Remnant every week. And I'm super excited, um, and God is continuing to move. He's continuing to do something very powerful. And so once again, we will have Sunday service this week at The Remnant. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I just want to thank you for all those that are that are sowing into this ministry, and that's how we're able to do these different things. I mean, there's things that most people don't even understand, like editing and all the techie stuff. And you know, there's just different things of getting the message out. But when we see people getting saved, that's the mission, souls. Souls is the mission. And, and there's a lot of things that are happening where we're able to communicate with a lot of different people, lead them to Christ and show them how to be a Christian in that initial stage. A lot of people can't get a hold of a pastor. It's crazy, but it's true. And so these are some of the things that we do during the day here at Todd Coconado Ministries where we're trying to uh, mentor, disciple, help people get resources, get them plugged in uh, to a remnant church in their community and different things like that. So it's, it's a, a, a humbling thing, very, very humbling that God has trusted us with this. And we wanna make sure we steward it correctly. So thank you to those that are tuning in on Sundays. Thank you to those that are coming on the Zoom calls, the monthly Zoom calls. Thank you to those that are praying and interceding for us. We appreciate you so much. I can't even tell you how much. The warfare sometimes is intense, but you guys are stepping up and thank you. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart. If I haven't written you a personal letter, I just wanna tell you right now, you are so important to us, and we appreciate you so much. You can go to toddcoconato.com, T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give, or you can just go to pastortodd.org if that's easier for you, pastortodd.org, and then right at the top, you'll see a give button. But either way, that's how we fund the ministry here. We're completely listener-supported, and we're very careful how we steward the money. You know, we're, we're not living large. We're not, you know... We're, we're making sure we pour right back into people, into ministry, into you know, expanding the kingdom of God and into doing the most crucial things and, and, and hitting and reaching those needs that are happening. There's so many needs right now. I can't even tell you. I mean, every time I put up a post about prayer, you'll see how many people respond. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, major prayer requests. And so we want to make sure we're praying for each and every one of those. And we do. We pray for every single one. We have a prayer list. 
and we pray. And I can't even tell you. This is one of the most humbling things about being in ministry. I can't even tell you how many people write me and tell me about their breakthrough and about how the Lord moved through prayer. And so, anyway, thank you so much for your help. I love you guys. I bless you and just really appreciate you. It's, it's one of the most humbling things I can tell you, honestly, in my life that I've seen is being able to, to witness what God is doing here at The Remnant. We love you guys. We bless you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd Coconado, second half of the show right now. Thank you so much for tuning in the broadcast today. I'm very excited to those that I will see out there in Dallas this week. Very excited. Which, by the way, we we haven't fully funded the trip yet. So if you have it on your heart, let let me know. Um, but we we're you know we're we're pretty close. But we need to fund this trip. And I always weigh the thing out. I'm like, is it you know are we are we going to see fruit from this? Is this beneficial? But I will tell you, we're seeing so much fruit. I mean, not only salvations, but just so many things that God is putting together that He's orchestrating that He's doing in 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 some of these trips that we're taking. And so we're very strategic where we're going. I do get certain invites that I would love to go to, but it's just, I can't say yes to everything, but, but certain things are, there's a lot of fruit and we just ask and inquire of the Holy spirit. But if you, if you do want me to come out to your church, uh, I'd love to come to churches. So, um, you can, you can go to my website, toddcoconado.com, or you can email me todd.coconado at rlcus.org and would love to come to your church. Okay. Uh, I want to get into the, um, the second part of the show, which I think is very important. So I put up a post and it goes like this. It says, there's some very important questions we need to ask about some of these online, I put in parentheses, leaders, question mark, people who manage to get a large platform before we blindly follow them. So I'm going to stop there. And I'm not, I just want to make sure that you guys understand this isn't like me covertly attacking some person. Okay. Like I'm not saying, oh, this is about this person or this is about that person. This is about something that is happening quite often and in different ways where many people that I know that are in this remnant community are listening to various voices and some of it, and we've addressed this in the past, but I feel like we got to do it again um, because this is even this is even deeper. We're going to go deeper into this now, okay? Um, but, you know, there's some new age guys that are out there. Um, there's some people that are not uh, trained in the ministry, but yet they're giving advice and they're giving corrections and they're they're rebuking people and all this stuff. But it's not coming from a place of love, and it's not coming from the Word of God. It's 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 out of protocol. It's out of order. It's it's honestly from a place of pride, and there's confusion, and it's causing confusion. I personally think, and that's why I want to talk about this. And I've seen this firsthand, and I'm going to share this with this audience because I've seen this firsthand. Okay. But I think what's going on here in some aspect, obviously it's a plan of the enemy. We know that to divide the church, to cause contention, to cause division. We, we get that, okay? So that is happening. Uh, but I think the other part of it also, though, is that there's there's something going on um, where there's like, you know, maybe some of these intel agencies and the letter agencies, they're infiltrating the movement to cause contention and division so that we're infighting, so that we're not focused on the real problem. And there is a very real, clear, and present danger of this communist insurgency and everything that's going on uh, with these globalists and these people that are trying to take down the United States and dismantle our system here, which is you know put together by the founders and by God that gives us the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So the problem is what we're seeing is the breakdown of that, the systematic breakdown by these very nefarious actors and people involved like the George Soros people, but I think it's even higher than that. I think there's people behind the scenes. And so we've, we've got to address this. We've got to see it for what it is, and we've got to push back. And the only way we're going to be able to do this is if we're, you know, we're, we're sober-minded and we're not distracted by you know, this infighting. So that's why I'm saying, look, I get it. You may not agree with this person 100%, but you know, why are you focusing all your time attacking other Christians or attacking people that are at least trying to save the country? Like, why don't you focus on saving the country? That's, that's my view, you know, but I think there's another thing is that there's these infiltrators and there's these people, and this might not even be related necessarily where they're, uh, you know, they're necessarily trying to do that, but they're just people that are giving bad advice and not, it's not biblical. And, and they, you know, the questions that we got to ask are like who they've been raised up by. Are they raising up by themselves? You know, do they, I mean, because nowadays you can just be a really good marketeer. I mean, look at those Island boys guys. I mean, you know, they don't have a message that's uh, anything helpful to anybody, yet they're viral. 
And all these people, whether they like them or, or, or making fun of them, are watching their silly Island Boy video. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's the guys that are like the craziest hair of it. <laughs> tattoos all over their cell. They got like forehead tattoos. I mean, these guys are weird. And I'm going to pray for them. I'm not trying to make fun of them. But what I'm saying is like, you know, there's random people that you just see all of a sudden go viral. And they've got these huge platforms and, and millions of followers and different things like that. And they're saying all this stuff. And sometimes, you know, really good biblical Christians get caught up in this whole thing. And, and, then, they're, and then they're following these people. You know what I'm saying? And so we've got to be careful and cautious here uh, because this is a big concern. And yet I'm seeing it happening. And so we got to ask the question, are they building their own kingdom or are they advancing God's kingdom? If we're following somebody that's building their own kingdom, that's coming from a place of pride, that's coming from their own agenda, not God's agenda, not what God is trying to do, but through their own agenda. You know, uh, some of these people are raking in the dough, ladies and gentlemen. I talked about this on the Rachel Ham show the other day. I don't know if you heard that, but if you haven't, you should probably check it out. The Rachel Ham show. Um, I was on it. And uh, it was a good show. I really feel like the Holy Spirit came and we had a good time. And uh, we, we spoke some real truth. And uh, we, we've got to talk about these things. Okay, guys? So, you know, are they raising themselves up? Are they advancing the kingdom of God? And by the way, why are they attacking other Christians so often? Why are they attacking other Christians? You know, it's one thing like, you know, people say, well, do you, do you not believe in exposing Pastor John? How often do you see me out there, you know, naming somebody by name and exposing them? Not often. Once in a while, I'll do it. I'm not saying I don't do it, but but there is a biblical protocol, and so I follow that because I adhere to the word of God, not because I'm perfect, not because I'm better than anybody, but because I believe in the Bible, and I want to serve the Lord wholeheartedly, and I think every remnant person does. And people say, well, why do you use the word remnant? I always put this in there. Remnant to me means people that really hunger and thirst for righteousness, that are the true ecclesia, the real body of Christ, those that really want to serve the Lord with all their heart, and that to me is the remnant. That's it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, the real body, those that are not willing to have leaven, those that are not willing to have compromise, those that are really wanting to wholeheartedly serve the Lord, to me, that's the remnant. And so when I say remnant, that's what I mean. But, you know, remnant people, people like you, people like me, um, that, that are not, we're not about our, our name. We're not about us. It's not about us. It's about God. It's about advancing the kingdom to know him and to make him known. Not about Todd Coconado. I don't care if you know my name. You don't even need to know my name. It doesn't matter one iota, one bit to me if you know my name. Now, the reason why we use my name is because that's my name. So I'm not saying you can't have a name. But what I'm saying is it's not about me. And I, that's the whole thing. I don't get these other people that don't get that. It's, it's not about me. This is about a holy holy God, the God who sits on the throne of heaven and earth, a holy God, a powerful God, the king of glory, Jesus, the king of glory. He changed my life. And, and I, so I just don't get why these other people, it's like building their own kingdom, raising all this money for themselves so that they can have all these, you know, in the middle of our country being attacked, in the middle of our country, in the middle of our world, in a dire situation where the, the church is needed. This is such an important hour. Church, rise up, you know? And then it's like these people are, are, are filling their coffers and, and just more concerned about living high on the hog. And it's just ridiculous. So we got to be careful with that. Do they pass the smell test? That's the question. So here are a few things that we should be asking before we just blindly follow someone and take their correction, I mean, there's these people right now, they're inboxing people and telling them to take, you know, hey, you know, you did this or you did that. I mean, just be careful who you're listening to. That's all I'm saying. You know, you don't have to be like false humility. Some people are, you know, they're great people, but they're so concerned about being humble. It turns into false humility. Like, you, you know, don't be too humble. Okay. And I'm, I'm all for being humble. The Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. He will lift you up. We need to be humble. And trust me, there's way more people operating in pride that need to be humble. So I'm not against being humble. We need to be humble. Okay, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the kingdom of God, right? Uh, you know, it's all good. Okay, all good. But what I'm saying is there's also sometimes what happens is these manipulators, because that's what they are. They're manipulators. The manipulators use the word of God. Okay, they use the scripture because they know the scripture. They studied the scripture. But they use it for their advantage. And then they manipulate saints and use the scripture just like what the devil does because that's who they're serving. And they use that and then they try to make, and so we're so worried about did we do something wrong? And so we're, we're trying to be humble because that's our heart's desire. 
And then sometimes we're too humble and we listen to these manipulators and these control freaks and these heresy hunters that are actually doing more detriment than good, obviously, because that's what they're there for. So just be careful of that, okay? I'm not saying don't be humble. Be humble. But be careful of the manipulators, okay? These are manipulators. These are very dangerous, dangerous people, okay? These are very dangerous people. They're manipulators. And, and that's what they want to do. They want to manipulate you. They want to control us. It's a Jezebel spirit often, okay? It's a controlling spirit that wants to control people of God and remnant people. Trust me, you don't think I get it. I get it. People try to control me. And there's a difference because I have mentors and I have elders in my life and I have people that I'm accountable to. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the narcissist and the, and the, and the manipulators that are out there to literally try to control us through that Jezebel spirit. And what that does, it actually impedes the work of the Lord. So be very cautious about that. Now, the questions are, are they equipped to be teaching? Have they studied themselves to be approved? That's a good question. Have they? Have they studied the word of God? Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. The word of God does not return back void, but are they studying the word? Are they Are they real um, teachers? Are they operating in a fivefold ministry gifting? Or are they self-proclaimed t- teachers that are not anointed by God, but are walking in this manipulative spirit that I'm talking about, and that are actually lying to the saints and confusing and putting division, confusion, and contention. Because you can see by the fruit around them, if there's constant division and contention, and they're always looking to, you know, I'm going to take that person down. I'm going to expose that one. I'm going to, you know, that's your main mission is all, all you want to do is just expose everybody. Well, that's not the kingdom. That's not what the word of God says. The word of God says, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways of the Lord. It's not about this whole exposing everybody thing. Now, these people are obsessed. They're heresy hunters. Now, again, there's a time to expose. Okay, when you follow the biblical protocol, there's a time to expose. But if you're sitting here spending all your time being Mr. Exposer, who are you? That's my question. I think they're deflecting from themselves. And that's why we have to ask the hard questions. Are they equipped to be teaching? Have they studied themselves to be approved? What type of ministry training do they have? Where do they come from? You know, have, have they served anywhere? I mean, because, you know, there's a season of serving. You know, you, you don't just get, you know, raised up right away. You got to serve. So have you served anywhere? And if so, when and where? Are they accountable to others? Who are they accountable to? I want to know. Who are they accountable to? Who's your covering? I mean, you, you know with me, you know, I mention names all the time. I mean, one of my dear mentors is uh, Pastor Sai Garib. He's just one of many. Um, I have influential people in my life that have mentored me for years, including my own parents who were ministers. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, Dr. Hayford and people that, you know, I went to the King's College and Seminary. You know, worked at the School of Pastoral Nurture under Pastor Jack Hayford, you know, for a season. Um, you know, there's so many people. Alex Michelle that just, just passed away, by the way. He was a very influential person in my early years. Pastor Alex, God bless him. I know he's with the Lord rejoicing today. Very, very hard loss, though, for me. Uh, but, you know, I can go on and on. So who are these people accountable to? And who's their covering? Who are the elders and the mentors in their lives? And do they follow biblical protocol? And where do they come from? You know, like, like I said, who raised them up? You know, are they humble? You know, a lot of these people are very prideful. You can see that it's all about building their platform, their followers, what they're doing. Well, what about what the Lord's doing? Why is it always about what you're doing? You know, what the next thing you're doing, and we all got to follow your branded content and all that nonsense building your kingdom. No. is, is What are you doing for the kingdom of God? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the key, right? What are you doing for the kingdom of God? Um you know, um, you know, that covering thing I think is important too. Like, you know, who are the elders and mentors in their life? I mean, seriously, um, what, what is the spirit behind their actions? Is it the Holy spirit? I mean, I've been seeing a lot of infighting. I don't know that, you know, it's, it's from the Holy spirit. I don't, I don't think so. You know, I mean, and, and some people are saying, well, I'm not seeing any of that. Well, I understand that. I mean, I'm not trying to say that you're going to see what I'm seeing. I mean, I'm going all over the country right now. And I say that very humbly, very, very blessed at what God is doing. And, and, you know, it's not easy, by the way. The warfare is extremely intense. You can ask my family. I mean, it is beyond. I mean, people that think it's glamorous, it's just so silly. It's not at all what it looks like, if that's what you think. Okay, I, 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 you know, one of my dear pastor friends that I've been talking to quite a bit lately, I mean, he's going through hell right now. And you got to pray for him. His family's been attacked. I mean, these are this is what's happening when bold people are standing up and speaking out. Now, thank God he's been protected. Um, 
you know, and I'm not, I'm not talking about Pastor Greg Locke. I'm talking about another pastor that's a good friend of mine, um, you know, another outspoken remnant guy. But, you know, there, there's just some, some awesome stuff uh, where some of these people that are being bold are doing. Uh, but at the same time, you know, and, and the other thing, too, is, is that, you know, uh, pride does even come in uh, sometimes to, to people that are being used by God. So we got to be careful of that, too. I, I have to die to my flesh daily. Um, you know, I think for me, I'm in a unique situation because of what happened with the stabbing and just so many crazy things that have happened over the years. I, I really have a lot of fear of God. It's a healthy fear. It's not a bad fear. Um, but just because my life has been spared and I've had some real deep encounters with the Lord where I don't want to mess with God. I don't want to, I don't want to be out of his will. I really, really fear him guys. And I do that because I love him so much and I want to please him. And I also know the weight of, of, you know, people that see me as their pastor, their, you know, leader in the body of Christ. I have a voice and I know that's very humbling too, that the Lord has given me this, this platform. It's his platform. It's not mine. It's his ministry. It's not mine. Um, so we always have to just just understand that that the Lord gives and takes away, and He could He could take away at any time, you know. And He gave this, and and so I don't understand how other people don't see that, you know, because I think that it's only a, a time. I mean, if you're if you're pretending to be a leader, but you're you're actually really just building your own kingdom, the Lord's not going to tolerate that. He's not He's not a God that He's going to allow that, you know, to be mocked. He's not He's not going to be mocked. So, um, you know, the other thing is, you know, you know, are they humble? Are they contrite? What's the spirit behind their actions? Is it the Holy Spirit? That's why we have to test the spirits. We've got to test the spirits. And we've got to make sure that it's the Holy Spirit and it's not some other spirit. Because that's very important that it's not some other spirit. And, and we're following that. We're falling into a Jezebel spirit trap. We're falling into a, a lie from the pit of hell manipulation. You know, we have to ask the Lord. The Bible says, test the spirits. We've got to say, is this you, God? Is this you speaking? What's the spirit behind this? The Lord will tell you. People say, well, how do I know? You got to go in the secret place. What I mean is, you know, get in your prayer room or wherever you can go to get away from, you know, all the noise. If it's in your car, if it's by a lake, you know, wherever you got to go up in a mountain, um, it doesn't need to be some complex thing, but just somewhere where you're alone. I mean, you could even close the door in your bathroom and just, you know, get on the floor and, and start, you know, worshiping. I mean, you know, it, 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 I use a closet sometimes. I mean, if I'm in a hotel room, I can do that. You know, the bottom line is just to, to, to inquire of the Lord and say, Lord, you know, this person said this. Is this you? Is this you speaking? Is this the Holy Spirit? What's the spirit behind what this person's saying? And I believe the Lord will reveal that to you. I really do because he's faithful and he will. Another thing is just do they show the fruit of the spirit? I mean, you know, are they kind? Are they loving? You know, I mean, are they are they mean spirited to you? Are they are they demeaning? Are they are they acting like they're above you? I don't I'm not above you. I mean, I may be a, a pastor and I may be operating in the, you know, the fivefold ministry giftings of sometimes prophecy and sometimes, you know, teacher and evangelist, obviously, and and pastor, but that doesn't mean like I'm over I'm not above you. I mean, you may look to me as your pastor like a spiritual covering and to give spiritual advice. And that can I could say, yes, that that is my position to do that as a shepherd. Um, so in that aspect, I guess there would be kind of a covering aspect, right? So I would be a covering, a spiritual covering, if you're willing to to hear the counsel, uh, because you have to be willing, right? Uh, but but I'm not I'm not what I'm trying to say is I'm not better than you, you know? I'm not better. I'm not. What a joke, right? I mean, who, some of these people they think they're like celebrities. Like, no, what? What? You're supposed to be humble. <laughs> you know, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord; He will lift you up. What's the spirit behind you? You know. Um, the other one. Um, will they take correction if needed? Are they open to correction? Are they willing to be submitted to an elder, a leader, a mentor? Who's their covering? I mean, again, I think, I think that's so important. Like, you know, are they going to, are they willing to take correction from somebody if they're off and if they're operating in the flesh? And a lot of these people have no accountability and they're just runaway trains and people are listening to them and they're being deceived. And so we've got to be careful. I'm seeing many of these heresy hunters out there. And my question is, why do they seem to be looking for the specks in the eyes of others so often instead of dealing with the planks in their own? Because the Bible says, he who is without sin, throw the first stone. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. Being a Christian is not perfect. You don't, you don't turn into a perfect person. There's a lot of people that want to throw some stones who live in a glass house. And they're like, you know, oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. Look, I've made mistakes. I've done stupid, foolish things over the years. But that's exactly what Christianity is, is that we can repent and we can turn from our wickedness and turn from our sins 
and be fully forgiven, thrown into the sea of forgetfulness that are sins. Fully forgiven by God. Thank you, Jesus, for your faithfulness. You're so faithful, Lord. Please be careful, people of God, who you receive your word from. Test the spirits. Let's stay focused on the main mission, which is indeed souls. And that's what it boils down to. It all comes down to souls. This whole thing, everything that we're fighting for, everything that we're dealing with has to do with souls. And the devil wants to steal your eternity. And he wants your soul. And yeah, he'll give you a bunch of things here on this earth and make it seem real easy, but the ultimate goal is to kill you and to take away your eternity by you, you, you having to die and live in, the, in the, the eternal flame damnation of hell, the lake of fire and the bottomless pit, the, the, you know, where Satan's going, you know, the lake of fire, the bottomless pit, live in eternal damnation uh, in hell because that's what, that's what the enemy wants for your future. And people are going to write me, oh, well, we're not going to go in the bottomless pit. I'm not saying that. Okay, Relax. What I'm saying is, is that there's, um, there's heaven or hell as a future, bottom line. And we don't know exactly what it looks like and exactly how it's going to be, but we know that we're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ and, and, and spend eternity with him. That we do know if we accept him as our Lord and Savior. And if we don't, we know we're going to have internal damnation. It's going to be horrible, horrible. And how many people do you know that, that, that don't know Jesus, that if they died today, they'd be going to hell? And so that's why our mission is souls and the enemy wants to stop us. And, and you know, we're, I'm all about being active in the community. You hear me say it all the time. We've got to get involved at the local level. We've got to stand. We can't be the silent majority. We've got to be actionable. I'm all about that. I mean, listen, that's what we're doing at the Religious Liberty Coalition. We're doing it at Todd Coconut Ministries. We're doing it. So I'm not, you know, anybody that thinks that I'm not saying that, but ultimately the most important thing is making sure that we have a personal relationship, a two-way conversation with Jesus. Every single day. We die to our flesh daily. We're living the, in the spirit-filled life. We're, we're filled, filled with the spirit of God. And this is what's going to get us through. Not only now. I mean, because as, as times get even more crazy, you know, we're going to have to really, you know, go through some of this stuff. And, you know, and he could come back at any moment. I mean, and take us right out of here. You know, that might happen um, soon. I mean, it's going to happen. But I'm just saying it might happen soon. Uh, but in the meantime, we occupy until he comes. And that's the key. And so, anyway, what a, what a, what a show today, right? I, I really believe God moved today. I'm, I'm hoping that some people were um, affected by what the Lord said today because I think it's some important stuff. So, this is the Todd Coconato Show. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. It's 12-7-2021. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. I'm going to be headed out to Dallas. Uh, we will be going live showing you what's going on out there um very excited to please be praying for me please be praying covering safety protection uh wisdom and that i truly speak from the mouth of the lord that the lord would have his way and that people would get saved and set free and healed and delivered amen all right love you guys bless you thank you so much for tuning in to today's show can't wait to talk to you soon stay tuned for the next zoom call uh, for the remnant community and uh, we'll be posting some information on that many many other things but love you guys bless you and uh that's that's it for today all right god bless you we'll talk to you soon this is the todd coconato show <laughs>